It's Tuesday, October 2nd, 2018. Climate change is having an impact now, and that impact will only increase more in the future. Hurricane Florence was the second wettest storm in U.S. history. In terms of water. Bug experts say they're three times the size of normal mosquitoes. As North Carolina now grapples with an outbreak of giant mosquitoes. Trump administration uses catastrophic climate change to justify rolling back fuel efficiency standards. Plus, we have decided to stay unified in spite of the U.S.'s decision to withdraw. This is power. French President Macron rejects trade deals with any country not in the Paris Climate Agreement. All of those rejections and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Remember this. I'm an environmentalist. I don't think that word means what you think it means, Mr. President. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, giant mosquitoes in North Carolina? Really? (laughs) Yes, really. As North Carolina begins its recovery from the historic impacts of Hurricane Florence, Governor Roy Cooper has ordered $4 million in funding to control an outbreak of large, aggressive mosquitoes that are the size of wasps that are breeding in these slowly receding floodwaters. Also, Florence has entered the record books as the second rainiest storm in U.S. history. Its three feet of rain came in second only to last year's Hurricane Harvey. That means that the top two highest intensity rainfall events in the United States both occurred in just the last year. Total coincidence. Nope, that's actually in line with what climate scientists predict we'll see with global warming. GTM Research reports that while it has taken weeks to fully restore power to residents in North Carolina who got their electricity from coal plants, North Carolina's solar plants were up and running the day after the storm hit and sustained only minor damage. Imagine that. Meanwhile, an international team of scientists studying the Earth's geologic past warn that we are potentially headed for 20 to 30 feet of sea level rise by the end of this century if we don't act to reduce emissions. The new study in the journal Nature found that temperatures not much warmer than we're seeing today were sufficient 125,000 years ago to melt major ice sheets in East Antarctica, raising sea levels as much as 20 to 30 feet higher than today, which of course would swamp coastal cities and create millions of refugees. But they also note that if humanity manages to cut emissions, global temperature rise would slow down the process of melting the ice sheets. You know, if you just stop reading all these studies, None of these bad things would happen, Des. Meanwhile, in the nation's capital, the Trump administration admits that killing U.S. climate policies will indeed make climate change worse. The Washington Post reports that deep in a regulatory proposal to roll back Obama-era mileage and emission standards for cars and trucks, the administration assumes that on our current course, global temperatures will rise a catastrophic 7 degrees Fahrenheit by 2100. So they admit that, yes, climate change is is happening, climate change is deadly, and then they use that information to support 
their rollbacks to these regulations. Right. Rather than spurring action, the administration is instead using it to justify its deregulation spree. They're effectively saying that since fuel efficiency standards by themselves are not enough to stop global warming, it doesn't really matter if the administration rolls them back. So all of these terrible things are going to happen. We admit it. And yet, if we roll back these regulations, it's not going to make that much of a difference. So don't worry about it. Good luck, planet Earth. Why bother? Right. President Trump on Monday announced a deal had been reached with Canada and Mexico on the existing North American Free Trade Agreement, or NAFTA, but trade deals with the European Union could be more difficult. In remarks to the United Nations General Assembly late last week, French President Emmanuel Macron called on UN member nations to reject any trade agreement with countries not signed on to the United Nations Paris Climate Agreement, clearly referencing the United States. Well, how many are not signed on to the Paris Climate Agreement? Just the United States. Here's Macron through an interpreter. Let us also be clear, consistent. Let's, for an example, stop signing trade agreements with those who don't comply with the Paris Agreement. Let's have our trade agreements take on board our environmental obligations. Now, to be clear, the U.S. is technically still in the Paris Climate Accord. Trump only announced his intention to withdraw starting in 2019, and the earliest that an actual withdrawal could occur would be the day after the presidential election in 2020. You can't imagine how much I am looking forward to that day. For much more on all of our stories today and the ones that we couldn't get to, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget, you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, iTunes, or even Google Play. Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. <laughs>